You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome to America's Web Radio and the classic car show only on America's Web Radio. And we've got a very special guest that's always fun to have on. And uh, we'll be uh, talking to Ray Maxfield in just a moment. And uh, we've got... Steve here, Jim Weber's here, the whole crew, you might say. And uh, welcome, gentlemen. Scary. Scary. Scary, yes. (laughs) But anyway, and Ray, welcome to America's Web Radio. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. So you've recovered from the tour? I have recovered from the tour. The tour was easy, getting back home. We had a lot of wind and rain. And uh, you know how that works for the car trailer. Yes, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sure. But that was uh, that was a good tour. We, we're talking about the Chrome Glidden tour that VMCCA or uh, Vintage Motor Car Club put on in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park for a week, Monday through Friday, and uh, uh, we went on some and to some interesting uh, interesting things I, i'll talk a little bit about the tour in a minute but one of the things that that i i was very this is my first actual other than good tours that i've done vmcca tours and you know one of the things that i really liked what you guys did is after we had the 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 wednesday activity i thought it was really nice and I don't know if you do that on every tour where you got up and talked about the state of the organization which was basically membership, finances uh, and, and there's something else I can't remember exactly what it was but and then, yeah, the, road, the Roadhead Initiative yeah and 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 you had and it was open. It was an open forum, and and members were allowed to to uh, bring up things that concerned them about these categories. And I I for the rest of you guys listening that belong to other other clubs, national, and maybe even some very large local clubs, I I was uh, really impressed with with you guys letting the members have their say in and and you know because uh, you know I'll pick again the club that I spend most of the time with is AACA and they don't do things like that and I think it would be a big benefit for them to to at tours uh, which are week-long events to to have somebody from the management team get up and let's talk about what's on your mind yeah. Uh, I think that's a great thing you guys do, and I think it, in the long run, keep doing something like that is going to benefit VMCCA a lot. Well, thank you. That's actually the first time that we did that, and Trini uh, and I call it the, the fire, a fireside chat, and with 200 people in the room with Trini. Yeah. Although it got a little warm, it wasn't really fireside. Yeah, I think uh, I agree with you. I think it, we want to know what our membership's thinking, and honestly, there's a lot of um, information that they have that we need. We really need to have in order to make it a better experience for them. So that was fun to do. A little nervous. I've got a little bit better prepared for the next tour that we do. 
but yeah, I, I, I think it's there's no really there's really not any risk in it, and I think there's a great benefit. Oh, for you guys, for the management especially. I mean, uh, you know, how how can you not know what what the the average guy driving that that Model A Ford is thinking? You know, I think it's a great idea, and I I wish some of the other ones would do that sort of you know isolating themselves. Uh, yeah. I think it's a it's a great idea, and that was very impressive to me that 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 you guys did that. And there was some got to be a couple heated discussions over the membership, especially. <laughs> you know, and that's good. <clears throat> yes, I, I I don't know who that one guy was talking about. Some somebody who's written Thompson. I didn't I didn't know. I, I saw the little thing in the magazine, but. Uh, but I, you know, there was there were some pretty heated comments about that guy. Yeah. But be that as it may, it gave you something to think about. True. And That's what it's for. Yeah, and I and and I like what you did uh, very much. And the other guys too, both Dave and Jim. He talked about. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, thank you. We're going to continue to do that at least through uh, 2021 and. Uh, I because that's when my presidency ends at, at in 2022. But uh, we'll see how John does. I think it's a great thing to do and a lot of fun to do. And sure, sure. You get you get some feedback sometimes. You have to have a little bit thick skin, but it's okay. Yeah, I I like what you 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 were talking about the the because uh, this fits in what we, what we talk about here. Hello, are you we, we you still there? Yeah, I, uh, I don't know what happened. Oh, I don't know either. But is when you were talking about the the loss of members, which is 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 uh, a big concern in this hobby all the time. Uh, and you pointed out, and by the by the way you were talking, that there's no the loss of membership to VMCCA is no bigger than the loss to the other clubs in the hobby. So it seems to me that every organization involved with cars is in the same boat, and we all need to come up with some ways to solve this issue if there is any way to solve this issue. Uh, That's right, and it's interesting that you point that out because I really do believe as a percentage or a ratio all of us are losing at some rate. Although I, I did listen to Steve Mockowitz. You guys talked with him last week, and you know they have a membership program that sounds pretty interesting. But somebody came to the table. Yeah, this classic car mall came to the table uh, with an idea that that could create uh, membership. Uh, and I don't know how I, I, we can't exactly duplicate that, but I think you know we have to start thinking. I, I, I always say this outside the box. We need to think inside the box too, or let's think of it this way: there is no box. We have to think about those things. All of us do, um, all the way around. And uh, some of you know, some of us will get there. I think uh, the MCCA. I think we're going to get there. We're going to start building our membership. Our loss in twenty twenty, as as we're looking at as a result of COVID nineteen, um, was significant to us as a percentage. Um, so we'll see. You know, we'll just see. We're working on it. 
Oh, I'm, I'm sure you are. But, I, you know, it's really nice that you took the time to, to uh, uh, tell the people that were there, the couple hundred people in that room, what your thoughts were, what the whole club's thoughts were about trying to, to keep this, this uh, the hobby going as strong as we possibly can. I think that was cool. I was very impressed with that a lot. Well, thank you. Did I invited you to the podium for a minute too? Didn't I? Yeah, yeah, I did. And we <laughs> talked. Yeah, and people, some of the people knew about the classic car show, and and uh, uh, they thought it was a really a good idea for what we're trying to do. You know, get the information out. To well, at least we're trying to do the some. youth and and get the grandparents, so we cover that whole spectrum. Yeah, because yeah. most of us are grandparents now. And we don't have the youth. A lot of them are past grandparents. Yeah, they're (laughs) great-grandparents. But, yes. Yeah, I think that's an issue that is going to have to be confronted by this. this And I don't know how to do it. Like I said, when you asked me to talk for a minute, and I I mentioned one of the things that I I really think that this hobby, and and I've said this to other people too, missing the boat is... Yeah, it's nice to get the youth, but the youth have a life out way outside of cars. Yep. We need the people in the in the late forties and fifties whose kids are gone, who are secure in their their finances, and have the time to to play cars with everybody. Right. Uh, this is David. Excuse me a second. We do the same thing on our veterans shows, and we talk about it and. Part of the problem is, and and I think it's very interesting because of COVID, a lot of the parents found out what the problem is too. It's our textbooks. When um, when a history book uh, has three pages about World War II in it, that's that's crazy. And so we tell our veterans that they are the history books. So are your people that are in the hobby. They're the history books on the cars. And the, and the car hobby, and if they've got grandkids, either they should take the grandkids to the museum or just get a book and sit with your granddaughter, grandson on your lap and go through that book and tell them about the old cars and uh, show them the pictures. And then if they get a chance to take them to one of the, the fantastic muse, car museums, Go with them and take them and show them, you know, well, my grandparents or my parents or whatever used to have a car like that. And, you know, the the people that are in the hobbyists have to become the history books of classic cars. Yeah, valid point, David. Hey, Ray? Yeah. yeah. Uh, your membership, is it mostly post-World War II cars predominantly? No, you know, I um, post World War II, yes, yes, I would say yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had to think through that. I had to think through that one because I was thinking about a uh, response to what David was just saying. Yeah, they're they're basically that, and our our Mid Atlantic region just completed a um, a little survey and uh, and. Uh, um, some information about data information about what cars are owned by their members. They have like oh, just slightly under 100 members and just around 250 cars represented in that membership. 
um, I can pull that information up and share it with you. But yeah, most of them are post um, World War II cars, which makes them a, eligible for everything that not only that we do for any you know any car club that has a 25 or 35 year membership or excuse me uh, age eligibility. Most of these cars they're eligible to go and and enjoy driving or showing or whatever whatever the club features. So, uh, and they also did that in their analysis. They they broke down what cars were eligible for what tours that VMCCA hosts. So, right, right. I'm, I'm not familiar with it. Do you do you all have a uh, a museum tour that would possibly stop at four or five, six different museums? The only uh, place that I could think that that might work would be in the in the Northeast, but. Uh, other areas that would have within driving range uh, a tour of museums? You mean right now? Well, either right now or anytime. What's driving range again? Well, just within a, in a driving range that you could be on a tour and make four or five different stops at different museums. Oh, oh, a museum. I'm sorry. Yeah, now I understand. Uh, we don't have a tour that way right now, but and I think we might have. You might have mentioned that before. And I know that I have. A, I have a friend in Massachusetts who um, is very passionate about the museums and the loss of automobile museums across America because they are not really getting the funding. Um, and that has so that's been that's been brought up similar to what we're doing with the Lewis and Clark tour, where we're taking segments of the Lewis and Clark Trail. That certainly could be discussed. We usually see a museum on a tour. The Chrome Glidden tour, we didn't see a museum, but we did see a collection. That that's a good idea. Well, we went. We it depends on you. You talking about just car museums, David? Or yeah, did, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be kind of hard because that would be a progressive tour. You'd have to drive, and progressive tours are very hard to do. Yeah, they're they're okay. difficult to move. You know, we had to move. If you had to move. Uh, 200 people from hotel to hotel to hotel to hotel. That's a that's a that's a big. Well, problem. okay. What if you did it this way? You you get to one of your spots that you're stopping at at that particular hotel, and then you have a bus tour that'll if you want to go to the museum, we'll take you to the museum type thing, uh, and then come back. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of ways to approach it, but it might be kind of fun to think about doing that. Yeah, yeah there's ways. I'll tell you something that'll surprise that might surprise you, and I. This is what VMCCA does differently than other clubs, and that's the whole touring idea. You would be surprised how many small car museums are spread across this country. You know, you, um, I, and I'm not going to tell this whole story, but Burns, Wyoming, population under a thousand, probably about 500 people. They have a fantastic museum. Really. And one of their citizens there has, he's probably got 30 cars and a hangar. Is it an official museum? No. Is it someplace where you can go and see a lot of cars of different vintages, Model A's through, he's got a 2011 Mustang Super Snake. <laughs> wow. Um, but, and, and, and our people know where these things are and they get us into them. 
So you get an opportunity, like the private uh, collection that we saw on the Chrome Clip. I don't even know who, who that person is. His name is never mentioned. I, I say his. It could certainly be a female that owns that collection. Uh, but our our tour directors know where these where these museums or collections are, and we do get to see them. Uh, the key still is bringing youth to the museum or to the collection. That's the key. Sure. You know, the problem is it's like with any product or anything else, and classic cars are a product in their own way, but uh, the best thing in the world, if, if it's not advertised, for people, and this is something we tried working with museums, and, uh, you know, as long as we did all the work, they were happy to work with us. And, uh, you know, it, it doesn't. It can't work that way. They have to do their portion of it. They have to do their portion of the advertising and everything else. And uh, I don't care how great your collection is, if people don't know about it, they're not going to come to it. Um, and that's true. Right? Yeah. That's well, true. We always go to other kinds of museums on tours, too. Like, I, how did you like it? One of the places we went that was kind of interesting was the Brushy Mountain State Prison. Yes, you told me about that. What? That that was that was an interesting interesting place. And they called it the end of the line. That's, <laughs> that's when you got there, you ain't going anywhere. You're done. And that's where James Earl Ray was and got yeah. killed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And 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 it was a dinner a good depressing shot, what a place. That was the most depressing place I've ever been in, but I think prisons in general, they don't try to make it like the Taj Mahal, do they? Now no. they do. Now they do, yeah. 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 And warden, warden. Yeah, maybe they do now, but that's part of the problem. Yeah, warden, the cable's out, we're going to riot. <laughs> <laughs> the cable in my cell is out. Yeah, but that was that kind of stuff is what makes the makes the tours. I, I But that horrible road going there, now wait a minute, that was something. The Devil's Triangle. How'd you like that road? Uh, the German, the Devil's, tr uh, the Devil's Tail. The, no, no, oh, Triangle. You call it Triangle. Well, Dragon's Tail. I'm sorry. No, Dragon's Tail is in North Carolina. This is the Devil's Triangle. That one where we went oh, up those. Oh, that's that's right. That's right. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. Oh. Uh, my brakes heated up coming down to the prison. I can tell you that. We followed a couple goodness. people, and you could smell brakes from the all over. Uh, but we followed uh, a couple guys, but Jeff Stum told me he had, he had a, this guy had a 57 or 58 Mercury hardtop station wagon. Yeah, you would tell us about uh, that. It's huge. It was a huge thing. I told him one morning, he said, you should have come out this morning. There were B-52s doing touch and goes on the <laughs> roof of that car. And, and he had to, on a couple of them, he had to stop back up to complete the 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 turn yeah. this road was something i mean i've never been on a road like this it was and then going down of course and then you add all the switchbacks plus the the going down the hill and boy it, it the whole place smelled like brakes <laughs> i tell you what we're gonna have to uh take our first break here and uh make mr uh, jc taylor a little bit of money as people will uh, buy their insurance from J.C. Taylor after they hear this spot from Steve. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just
talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on the Classic Car Show with our special guest, Ray Maxfield, today, and uh, talking about tours and ideas. By the way, if... Uh, you're listening and you have an idea for Ray or you would like a, a message passed on to him, uh, either you can contact him directly or you can send it to us at America's Web Radio and we'll be sure that Ray gets it. And Any ideas for increasing membership uh, will always be listened to and uh, we appreciate you all listening today. So... Well, anyway, Ray, let's talk some more about about the about that uh, um, tour. Did you find out what happened to Morris's truck in the parking lot? No, I have not. I, again, I listened. I've listened to the last three broadcast broadcasts from you guys, and you mentioned that. And, and honestly, Steve, I think you have more details about that than. I learned more from that broadcast than I, than I learned uh, on the ground that day. I just, I just cannot figure out how anyone could have hit that truck, done that much damage, would have had that much had some sort of damage on their vehicle, and not have the decency to stay there. Yeah, or at least tell the desk to call me, and we'll we'll work it out. But I mean, that's, that's a, that, that was what a 40, 48, 49 Ford pickup truck. Something Forty-eight like. to fifty. Yeah, yeah. So that was a real truck. That was a work truck. That was an F one. Yeah, that yeah. was a real truck. That you, you know, not like today when it's uh, you know, I look good in a truck. I'm going to go to Home Depot and take my F-250 and get a bag of and, uh, grass seed. And, and he wouldn't put it in the back. No, no. <laughs> I, yeah. So, so I mean, whoever hit that thing, I mean, they had to do some serious damage to the hitter, not the hittee. <laughs> by, by the way, Ray, if uh, you know that Steve's going to be on one of your tours, uh for our sake, because we need Steve here, uh, be sure you don't go by any mental 
places like the prison. Uh, <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, I, I thought I was going to get arrested for your kangaroo court. I had Matlock on reserve. I, oh, I had you? on retainer for the week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I wish you would have done that. And I'm not, yeah. we had so much going on. And Steve, uh, Steve, excuse me, Jimmy and Debbie just, you know, they, they had so much going on trying to get this tour actually put back together and it would have been fun to have done something like that <laughs> so you're going to be on another tour steve i don't i've, I've got to look and see what's going on we're, we're we're trying to finish finish out the year uh i i'm on the committee for i'm on the committee for a aaca divisional tour in mount airy which is all about andy griffith uh-huh. And uh, and they this kind of interesting. They limited the cars to 1971 and older because 71 was the last Andy Griffith show on TV. Wow! Yeah, that's neat. So it's yeah. kind of neat. Yeah, and we're yeah. gonna have a uh, we're gonna have a, a little skit with absolutely no rules. Uh, I don't know. Do you know Jim and Edna Cross from that? They were on the tour. Uh, they were, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Edna. Well, Edna is going to be Aunt B. Wonderful. Yeah, and and they always wonder who's goofier, Edna or myself. And then and then Jim is going to be Andy, and I'm going to be Gomer. And we're just going to match. We're just going to wing it. We're just going to get up in front at the banquet and wing this whole thing. Golly! <laughs> you ought to get Ron Howard there. You should yeah. invite Ron Howard. Yeah, should invite. Yeah, we could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't afford. He to might, go. You know, he might do it. Yes. Just, you know, that is a thought. Just gonna, for grins and giggles. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention that to, to, to her. And see yeah. if she can get him to come and visit. Well, we've done. We've sort of done one up in there and spent a day in that Mount Airy area. And one of the funniest things they have an Andy Griffith Museum in Mount Airy, and we were in there. And um, the lady came over the announcement and said, "Oh, Thelma Lou's in here to sign autographs and shake your hand, but she still doesn't have a last name." So, <laughs> so that was pretty funny. Yeah, and we had one of those horrible Barney Fife pork chop sandwiches from what is it, Snappy's? Snappy's restaurant. Oh, true. That was just horrible. What was that? Uh, Sixty Ford that had the big whip antenna. Yeah, they, all, yeah, they had a new one every year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. We got a guy to be Otis too, so we're gonna have some fun with this. Oh man. Yeah. That's- it sounds like fun. Yeah, three Well, days. we like to do crazy things, you know. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It makes it a whole lot more fun. Uh, yeah. uh, but but I, that's a great idea. I will see if there's a way for us to get a hold of Ron Howard. Yeah, he's got a publicist or a public yeah. relations. Well, I don't, I don't want to know about his preferences. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, then. <laughs> But we'll see. So, what else, What other uh, tours do you guys have coming up this year? Let's run down the list and what they are and where they are. Okay. Um, so, golly, I didn't think I didn't realize this. June sixth through the tenth, we have a Nickel Age tour in um, Troy, Ohio. That's for cars. Nickel Age cars are twenty-seven and older, nineteen twenty-seven and older. That's cool. Then we, yeah. It, and that's in Ohio. Um, then we have 
basically the same time frame, June 6th through the, through the 11th, we have the Lewis and Clark tour, which again, that's a regional tour, and it's a progressive tour where you move hotels or motels uh, through the night. It starts in uh, Yankton, South Dakota, and goes to Mobridge, South Dakota, and uh, we'll be on that tour. That's a, I, I really like what, when you guys pick a topic like that and do it. I wanted so badly to do all of the Great Lake tours. And when you guys went around the Great Lakes, I thought that was just a dy- dynamic idea. How many years did that go on? Well, they have five lakes. I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't know. I really don't know the exact answer. But I do, I do know that. And that came up before. That's, doing that over again has been discussed. Oh, that was just a, 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 a super time. And you do one a year, just like Lewis and Clark is one time a year. And let everybody yeah. think about that while we take our next break. And we'll be back with Ray right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. Hi, I'm Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, talking to you about anti-car insurance. Uh, in this hobby uh, that I've been part of for years, not all insurance companies and insurance coverage is the same. I would suggest that you call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com to find out some information about some of the best anti-car insurance you can get, such as agreed value. Uh, insurance for your classic car. Again, if you're when you get ready to to uh, insure your classic classic antique or even your street ride, call J.C. Taylor Insurance or visit jctaylor.com. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. (laughs) And we're back on the Classic Car Show with our guest today, Ray Maxfield. And um, what have we missed, Ray? Well, uh, we were just, we we had just talked about Lewis and Clark and how that goes, and the question came up about Great Lakes. And the next tour that that we have is a regional tour. It's a Great Lakes region tour, and it's in July, um, and it's a four day tour. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Then we had a tour that that canceled. And this is a very special tour. These guys are very special with their cars. It's a one or two cylinder tour that was scheduled in Fremont, Ohio. And they're, they're generally in that area. Um, that's for cars, let me take a look, 19, before 1915. And they can include a four cylinder car up to 10 horsepower or less built in or before 1904. So these are really old cars, but they had to cancel it this year. Oh, they did? It was canceled? Yeah. Well, that's because Steve's Maxwell's not ready yet. 
Yeah, it, it'd be it'd be leading the parade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm still fighting with that car, but it's close. Oh, I, I've got another question for you, Ray. And and in the past, I don't know whether you all have ever done this or anybody's ever done it. Have you ever had a military tour? With military, the reason I ask is I've got a, a close friend that's a doctor, and uh, he, he has an APC, he has a tank, he has three jeeps, and uh, you know he could do his own parade almost, but uh, just military vehicles. No, but it's interesting you mentioned that in Loveland, Colorado, which is basically where I'm from, but. Um, we also have a we also have a collector of uh, military vehicles, and my guess is your friend knows uh, the person here. I I would I mean, guess uh, it's, it's a, a pretty close group. I would say he uh, he was a dentist and started doing more and more reconstructive surgery. So he went back to med school. Now he's not only a dentist but a medical doctor as well, and. Uh, you know, he just loves military vehicles, and not many people have a tank in their backyard, but he does. And uh, he may his name is Doctor Moeller of all things, uh, working on teeth. But, uh, oh, it is it. Yeah. And he named his first kid Incisor. Yeah, but uh, anyway, you know, if you know the gentleman you're speaking of, you might ask him if he knows Dr. Moeller, and I'll ask uh, Don if he knows somebody in Colorado that's a collector. This is it. Well, I don't know why I'm struggling with figuring out the name of the collector here. It's, I should know. You know, that, would be a, that might be a cool thing to do, uh, an all-military vehicle tour. Yeah, with a half track and a uh, yeah. couple of tanks, and <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they would have to have a, the fifty caliber in working no, order. No, on if the you back. were there, no. If you were there, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, um, on occasion they put together a little military uh, vehicle show here. This this guy does, <coughs> and it's a, it is a lot of fun, and people love to come and see these things. Is it big? Does he have, what? Does he get a lot of participation? Yeah, yeah, I would, I would think. So, you want to go on with the tour list? Yes, yes, please. please. Okay, in August we uh, the second through the fifth, we have the Grand Indiana Auto Tour, and that's an annual tour. It is a regional tour. It's put on one. It's put on by one chapter there. Uh, this year they're going to be in Columbus. And uh, they they do a lot of very interesting things. Uh, again, museums and country drives and that sort of thing. Then, this is the biggie, guys. September 12th through the 17th, Clinton Tour. Uh, it's our year. We swapped years around a little bit because of the COVID-19 we canceled last year. So our 2020 tour that was scheduled in uh, Saratoga Springs, New York, is now rescheduled, and it's happening September the 12th through the 17th in Saratoga Springs, New York. Bill Preston is the tour director. I talked with him yesterday, yesterday, and uh, we have 175 cars. Already, huh? Wow. That's, you know, that's good, but here's what I, here's what I really love about Bill. He set a goal for 250 cars, and he wanted to focus on getting as many brass era cars 
there is possible, which would be kind of that would be a lot of fun, and it could also get some of our older and I'll then call them his, historically significant members there to talk about to talk about their 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 uh, cars. The host hotel reported back to me that the reserved block of rooms uh, are taken, and uh, there are, um, I don't know if the number of registered car, uh, cars, tourists, matches up that well with the rooms, but we know that, because sometimes people will, will reserve rooms before they even send in a registration, I don't know why they would do that, but... Uh, so we have 175 so far. We'd like to have more. We're going to do a few little things uh, here real quick to uh, try to promote it a little bit more, both on our website and some of our publications. Uh, the host hotel is working with their sister hotels to get more rooms available at the same price. Uh, that you know that might help us too. And uh, you'd mentioned a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Steve, about um, Jeff Mall. Yes. Yeah, uh, he's going to be our Friday guest speaker at lunchtime. Mm-hmm. My understanding, he does a fantastic job. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Uh, of uh, he, now, does he actually portray his great grandfather yeah, George uh, Schuster? Yeah, just sort of what the deal is, because I've I've done I, I I've, I've I've known Jeff for years, and we're really good friends. I do a mini great race thing where I just have a few of his slides and talk about what happened but he comes out tells the story of him and his and his great grandfather growing up in Springville New York I think it's Springville Springville Springdale anyway uh, in the sort of the Buffalo area and then he goes behind a counter and uh, a cover what do they call screen and puts on a duster and stuff and comes out and sits down as George Schuster and tells the story of the race in first person. And it's it's over two hours long, and he also brings the flag that that was on the Thomas Flyer that went around the world in 1908. Uh, wow. And he does a, he does a, a great job, and, and uh, uh, it's, you know, you... The whole audience is captivated because he heard these stories firsthand from his great grandfather. Uh, yeah, that, so yeah, he knows. Yeah. I mean, this is not made-up TV stuff. This is exactly what happened. And when they opened the George Schuster uh, Museum and made made him a national something or other up in uh, Brenda and I went up and, and spent the week with with them up in. Uh, 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 up in Springville, and it, it was really something. You, anybody who's listening, don't miss it. Uh, even if you're planning to leave early Friday, don't stay. You'll just be at. You'll just be. You know, it's it, it's just amazing because he looks like him, he talks like him, and he tells the story. Thank you. That's the kind of thing we want to do is promote. Maybe do a little promotion, uh, noting that he will be there and what the what that's all about. Uh, so thank you for for that. Uh, oh, he's a great guy. Telling me that. Yeah, yeah. Then, then we have the convertible tour in Branson, Missouri. That's in October. We were on that. We were at, uh, we were in Branson when we were on that that, that tour in uh, uh, the Chrome 
Oh no no yeah, no no that was uh, uh, that was Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg. Same thing, you know. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> they look. They are a lot alike. In Steve, any, that's why I, that's why I'm convinced we could have given you as many tickets as we wanted. Well, you know, in any You're given, out there, man. <laughs> yeah, in any given block in, in Pigeon Forge, you can rent a hotel room. And that, that's part, that's why uh, Steve carries a picture of uh, Dolly Partner. I know them. Well, and, yeah, yeah. Well, they asked me to fill in because she wasn't going to do her tonight night show, and I said, "Well, I got to go to the grocery store and get some watermelons." <laughs> but anyway, so so uh, they they uh, 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 at any block in any of those places you can you know you can get a barbecue sandwich, rent a hotel room, get a tattoo, buy a T-shirt, play around a mini golf. All at one time. All at one time. <laughs> All at one stop. Well, in our last stop for the for the tour season for 2021 is the Western National Tour in Cottonwood, Arizona. And then we'll get together in 2022 in Tempe, Arizona for our annual membership meeting. And uh, we've got a couple of things already on the schedule for 2022. We're working on one in Utah. We're working on one in Texas. So there's a lot of things going on. Yeah, that's good. And and now one of the things to differentiate between VMCCA, AACA, this stuff is you do no judging. Correct? That, that is correct at this time. It's interesting that you bring that up because there's been some discussion about bringing judging back in a different way. So... But uh, nothing's going. Trust me, right now, no one's raising their hand to say I'll lead that effort. Yeah, well, I'm on the national awards team at AACA, and it, it gets harder and harder every year. But I do have a question with that. In the last okay. magazine, there was an insert about the the uh, uh, BMCCA awards. Uh, yes. Okay. As a a a fairly new member. I don't know much about these awards. Um, I, I, I really don't. And and I would think that you might, in the magazine, put a write-up in a history of these awards and what it's what it's each one of these is about. I I would look. Brenda and I looked at this and say, I I don't know what how who do how what do we pick? Who do we pick? What's it all about? Uh, it was very sketchy, and this is that this is a new guy speaking, a- asking a question. Well, yeah, I, you know, you're right, and uh, and I'm just I'm I have the I have the tour book, and I don't I know we talked about whether we were going to get that information in the tour book, and honestly, I didn't look at it, but um, we do have uh, there's twenty plus awards that we have. For both cars and people. Oh my God! What kind of award would you have for Ronaldo? That's his fault. Are we? Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Are we? What's that noise? That that's coming. Are we good? Yeah, we're yeah. good. Um, anyway, what kind of award would you have for Ronaldo? You said you had people's awards. Well, we're just, uh, these, I have no idea. These awards are, most of them are, are sponsored by either, um, 
chapters or regions. I'm thinking our chapter does the station wagon award. I'm thinking we could have uh, my life was a clown award. No. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. What, what, yeah, would that replace the mental health award? It, uh, it would be a direct replacement, yes. <laughs> I, I got more hats than most women. <laughs> well, yeah, everybody's got to be known for something. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, it can, there, are, there are awards for, like, the best Ford on a tour, the best station wagon. Uh, then there's uh, the spirit of the MCCA, best couple who represent the spirit of the MCCA, those kinds of things. I don't have it in front of me, so I'm kind of just... Yeah, I, I know. You know I, I, but, we were just kind of in, in the, the dark about what some of these things were about. And well, and it's a good mystery. idea that you said that because we have a new... Um, the vice president, the technical vice president, has responsibility for those awards, and he's new this year. And you might, I think this come up before. Mike Johnston had done the this thing for like six years or something. Does a fantastic job. I believe a new, new person doing it right now. And this would be a good thank you because this would be a good opportunity uh, for Alex to step forward and and. Uh, Write some articles and/or put something in the uh, on the website that explains it more uh, than what it really is. And we've had difficulty getting nominations. Honestly, we have to go beg people to write a nomination for all these awards, and that's really too bad. We're not driven by awards, uh, but it's nice to be to have people get recognized. I know they appreciate it. When you call them forward, or you talk to them, or you get pictures of their vehicles and them, sure. and get their story, sure. and you tell their story at the annual meeting, and all of those things, uh, that's meaningful to people. But we're, somehow we have difficulties with that. So it's a good, good idea. Thanks for bringing that to my attention. Yeah, I just didn't. Yeah, I just, we're gonna, I just didn't know. We're going to have to take our last break. We'll be back with Ray Maxwell right after this. Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, and the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised to write and join the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmbhof.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show with our guest, Ray Maxwell. And um, we've been talking tours. We've been talking ideas, just all sorts of things. And mental health. And mental health, yeah. Why does, why does Ronaldo's name always come up when you say mental I health? I hey. don't know. I don't know. <laughs> 
Just goes with the territory. Uh, yes, it does. Yeah. It's taken me a long time to get there. <laughs> You've been working on yeah, it. Yeah, 74 years. Uh, Ray, <laughs> are you there? <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. All right, let's just talk. You know, we haven't got a ton of time left. Uh in, in your own words, describe VMCCA, the organization, what it's about, what its goals are, what it's looking for, the type of cars that you, you want, and, and we know we've been talking about the tours, and, and where can people find out more about VMCCA? Okay, I'm getting some kind of a feedback here, but yeah, I'm going to work through it. Yeah. Um, this may this may satisfy everything, and we have a, we've already had just some discussion about this. So I, I'm just going to read this. I wrote it down this morning at four o'clock when I got up to get ready for this. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> you're you're welcome very much, right? <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah, don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> there are back roads and unique towns all across America. The Vintage Motor Car Club of America knows where they are and we will take you there America needs to be seen and America needs to see you and your cars you will bring smiles and waves and thumbs up and hope to people all along the routes plus it will be moments or hours of pure driving pleasure for you that's really what we're all about sure we're about we're about driving these cars and taking people to places they've they've never seen or they've always wanted to go or didn't know about, you know, Brushy Mountain Prison, <laughs> those kinds of things, those kinds of things. That's what we really want to do, and 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 we we're organized by local chapters and regions and the national level. National doesn't do anything, really, honestly. The key to membership growth and the key to involving people and the key to getting people involved, sitting on their grandfather's knee or whatever it takes involved in the car hobby is at the local level where you can go and drive these cars and enjoy these cars and enjoy the people as much as possible. And that's really what we're all, what we're all about. And, and, uh, you know, our, we have a mission statement. It's not that much different than you would read mission statements from AAC. And I really appreciated what Steve had to say last week about really preserving the hobby and preserving the cars and his message about modified cars. And we're more accepting than AACA. I don't know. I'm not sure of that. You know what? I, I will take that back. I think we're equally accepting of cars of all kinds. But, uh, but I, I really do agree with and, and honor what Steve had to say about somebody needs to, you know, stand up and preserve, preserve these cars. So our purpose is to, to promote touring and enjoyment of vintage vehicles through the acquisition, preservation, and exhibition of all vintage and historical significant vehicles and association materials. And I, I, you know, I think that lines up mostly if, regardless of what kind of car club you might be talking about uh, that's really what they're about too and the only difference would be that we if there is any is we do more touring that's really our thing 
and we're seeing other clubs pick up that aspect as well. But so that's kind of my answer. If you if you have other questions, I'd be yeah. happy to try to yeah. answer them. Sort of contact information and the and a little bit about the magazine and what you get and what it's all about and you know and how can somebody find out website information, all that sure. kind of stuff. Sure. Well, the website is pretty easy. It's www. Everybody knows that part. BMCCA dot org, and that'll 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 bring up the website. We have a new website. It's it's. Uh, I'm working with the with the engineer a little bit more, and we have a we have a content uh, manager that's working with content on the website just to make it a little more intuitive a little I'm not saying it's not friendly it's very friendly but we've had some comments about I can't find this or I can't find that so we're working on that so it's vmcca.org uh, we have a publication called The Bulbhorn and The Bulbhorn was named back in 1940 so if you really think about the a bulbhorn is a, like a horn you know you squeeze it squeeze horn that's the name of the magazine. It comes out six times a year. Uh, it's 48 pages. We're limited there a little bit right now, publication costs, et cetera. It usually has features of, uh, of different cars that are owned by VMCC members. It'll highlight the tours that we've been on with pictures and stories about the tours, uh, of a small classified ad section. Uh, things of that nature you get that for your $40 a year subscription and membership Uh, Steve mentioned with AACA is starting in June we have a half price ours would be $20 and you get membership for the rest of the year and then around October um, anyone who pays their dues after October of any year they would actually be paying the dues for the next year's worth. And we're on a calendar system, so it's, it's January 1 to December 31, so you remember, that's where your membership runs. Um, so you get a benefit after October, you get one issue of the Bulbhorn plus the next year's membership for 40 bucks, which is a pretty good bargain. And I think Steve said this too, and I really believe this. Um, we have a great publication. Uh, and it keeps people informed uh, about what's going on and it's worth that we know we have members who are members only because uh, they get the bullhorn, they're not active in the touring uh, aspect of it any longer um, so that, you know that for that alone it's worth it and then if you get to go on a tour on these back roads it is amazing how much fun you have absolutely yeah the beautiful thing is you don't do anything on an interstate highway. And interstate highways are good and bad. The bad part of it is you don't get to see the country. You know, Ray, you mentioned you mentioned uh, what Steve had said about uh, preserving the hobby and so forth. And we're looking for a volunteer to preserve Steve Ronaldo. Would you, would you take on that responsibility? 
the preservation yeah. preservation right. award. Yeah. yeah, no, not award, well, just uh, freezing them or something, and then oh, no, uh, no. you have to defrost yeah. them at no, the end. No, we, no. I think I might, I might have mentioned this before, but in, this is these are unique little towns, right? We we would take a tour through this town, Leadville, Colorado. We would not put you in lead, but that's a possibility. <laughs> they have they have a person who they. Uh, their family, a family froze the person. What do they call it? Chirogenics? Chiro- I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Something. Yeah. Chirogenics, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that person is uh, waiting, of course, for the time to come, and then they'll be whatever. Well, they offered They offered in Brassville to do it. Do they? Yeah. 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 Well, if you did the chirogenics, <laughs> you and Ted Williams would be together. Thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> But Steve, yeah, we'd be happy, or I should say this to Dave. Dave, we'd be happy to do that for you. <laughs> if if you ever need Steve again, if, I mean, the possibility is it does exist. We could probably get him thought out, you know, big microwave. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got, you know, we record these, so I got your uh, your volunteering on recording, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll keep we'll keep monitoring Steve. Well, it, I, here's the deal. I think it would be far easier to preserve him than to duplicate him. So. Uh, <laughs> that's right. The the mold has been destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> it was a national. It was a it national was secret. <laughs> Poor Steve. Uh, no, we yeah, couldn't do without him. That's true. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's been a great life. I I I. Been this has been the biggest part of my existence is this old car hobby. So well, you grew up with it. Yeah, I did, and that's for sure. And yeah. now that you're old, no, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that's true. Uh, Ray, this has been uh, great. We got about two minutes to go, and uh, is there anything that you want to add uh, in our last two minutes? Yeah, uh, you know what I do. This is, I'm gonna, I want to read something out of the Haggerty Drivers Club that Jay Leno wrote. And I think this is really important for, for everyone in our hobby to really understand. He's saying, my wife and I uh, were out in our 1950 Plymouth Suburban and pulled into a grocery store. We saw a, uh, a, a, line, a huge line of people waiting to get in. They were wearing masks and looked like extras in Les Miserables just fuming and ready to go over the barricade. But as we drove past the line and parked, folks waved at us, and an older guy came up and to me and said, oh, my mother had one of these. Can I take a look? Everyone was friendly and nice, and I thought, this is what I want to drive around in for now because it doesn't excite people or get on people's nerves. And, you know, Jay's collection probably could. Uh, it just makes them smile. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Ray, we're going to have to shut it down. We're out of time. And okay. Will you come back and be back on with us? Yeah, but I'll, yes, I will. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank Thanks, you. Ray. We'll Thanks, see you on the road. Yep. Bye. Okay. Yep. Bye bye. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.